Hash House and Circle Up. Welcome to On On, the Hash House Harrier podcast for interviews, history, and stories. I'm your host, Ra. Today on the podcast, we have a Harriet from Fresno Clovis. Please welcome One Eye Snake Charmer. Welcome. Good morning. Thank you. <laughs> Let's let everybody get to know you. Tell us when and where and how you started hashing. Uh, actually, I was invited to hash from a friend of mine who's hashing Fresno. She was kind of new to hashing as well. When we started, she started inviting me. It just sounded strange. <laughs> like even the, I guess, pay scribing the hashes. I didn't get the whole how they named the hashes. So I kind of was avoiding it. And, uh, when was that? Oh, what, about 11 years ago? We invited our best friends to come and check it out with us, fine, turning down so many invites. We went to the first one. There was a hash out in Fresno around, like, a little construction site in town. It was a small group at that time, like, people or so. Mm-hmm. And I'm an FRB. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm an FRB, and my husband, uh, he's not a runner. I, I enjoyed the running part. The whistles wasn't a very running group, really, when we started, not so much the walking and stuff. I enjoyed that part, but it was actually the second hash that we went to that was after. We went to that one, uh, a hash in Shiggy. Yeah, with the first time that one of the hares there did a hash with canoe going through a river. It was all in... Nice. Work. I didn't even know what Shiggy was. I <laughs> I understand that there's some controversy about your hash name. How did you get your hash name? Actually, it's One Eye Snake Charmer. Um, I think there should be a D there. <laughs> it's a pretty boring uh, costume, you know, Snake Charmer costume when I had a snake. It started the beginning of the night. It had two little diamond dice. By the end of the night, it lost. <laughs> so I was taking pictures everywhere. It was cute. Uh, so it was a boring way to get a name, but hey, it, it fits. <laughs> Tell me about the Fresno hash traditions. What do you? What are your favorite hashing traditions that you learned there? Well, of course, the singing at the circle, new shoes thing. If you wear your new shoes, you drink them, you drink out of them. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you about being an FRB. Are you still an FRB after 11 years? I really enjoyed the running part of it. I, I still run. We're still at the front of the pack. But when we first started hashing, I really liked taking the picture. It was a small group, and the GM actually kind of did everything. He was beer meister. He was RA. He was everything. It was just a really small, you know, intimate group. And I started taking pictures and started uploading. One day he said, hey, uh, I need you to be hash flash. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> In order to get pictures, you kind of you can't always just be in the front. It'll always be the same hang back, uh, capture the moments. You know, everybody's having fun. The DFLs have actually the best one, and what I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You mentioned your husband. What's his hashing? Okay. So my husband, um, bionic third leg. He like he likes he liked to call himself the bionic third leg. <laughs> he totally. And uh, oddly enough, when started, couldn't run at all. He was he had just had knee surgery, so mm-hmm. he would um, actually just wait for me at the start. He got named before. <laughs> hey, uh, where it was like a toss up on is either going to be stationary wanker and it couldn't go anywhere. But bionic third leg, uh, what his name ended up being. We're already married. We've been 33 years, so we started hashing as a married couple. We brought in our best friends. They're also a married couple. Who are they? Our best friends, Sexter and his wife, I Like Head. <laughs> we all got named pretty shortly after we started. This this group is so small that they only every other day. That's how it started. Or I guess that's the tradition in that club. The original members kind of wavered off, I guess, uh, as the group started to grow. Can't get a little rambunctious, loud. We've had our, as sure as any other club we have, where it gets a little too rowdy. <laughs> how big has it grown to now? 
pre-pandemic anyhow? Pre-pandemic, we're not, but let's, um, we could get an average of 30, 30 plus pastors that show up on a night, on a, on a really fun themed night, probably be 40 plus. From 10 people, 40 drove away some of the original ones, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Good people. We still get together. They didn't want to change the of having a hash other than every other. There was a subgroup, separate kennel created, Coyote Ugly Hash House Harriers. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that two groups are basically the same people. One, our Coyote Ugly is a traveling hash, and they hash whenever the hell somebody wants to hair one. So, <laughs> so we're actually part of two kennels, which is almost the same groups. And traveling? Where apart from Fresno Heavy Hash? Arizona, gone to San Diego, go to Long Beach. Long Beach is our family. We fell in love with the hashers there, and they fell in love with us. <laughs> yeah. Go back and forth there. Haven't traveled as work. We've gone on hash crews, the ABC hash hashers from as far as in the events that we go to, slow, San Luis Obispo. So around California, not fortunate enough to get out further than Reno, Nevada, I think of right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're a hashing couple. What's your take and recommendation? Is hashing good for a marriage, bad for a marriage, or doesn't matter? If you're going to be in a relationship with a hash, you know, with the hash as part of your life, either bring in your partner or meet one there. It doesn't work. Uh, as far as I can see, in my opinion, <laughs> just me, my opinion. <laughs> that's that's what we're here to hear. Like if, you don't, if your partner doesn't like it, it's not good. My partner, my husband loved. He fell in love with it and went off from there. So it was easy to, to participate and, and travel and stuff because we both enjoy it. So. Does your hash have anything to do with a red dress? Room? Oh, yeah. Fresno Club is obviously to the red dress. When we created Coyote Ugly, oh, Sexter, the molester grand tyrant GM, he created, our best friend actually created this other hash so that we hash whenever the heck somebody wants to do it. That group is actually more well-known. We were able to make an event, not just a run, because Fresno Clovis is just every other Tuesday, and that's during the, we found out about doing a red dress event. You know, like a, um, We had, good gosh, the first year we did it, we had from, like I said, as far as Washington, D.C. and Florida, for this little new group to put on a red dress event, we got the hotel, we got an actual organized event. We really love doing the red dress, and I can't believe that we got people to come for us. <laughs> and we did it in July at 105 degrees. Wow. <laughs> they managed to have such a great time that they won't come back when we put it on. So. Was there a charity aspect to it? Yes. We picked different organizations to donate to. I believe there's a Foster Kids, Kids Casa Foster Care. It's one of the main ones usually donate to. Yes. Definitely. Actually, been donated to the animal. They also need <laughs> help. It is for charity. You've been hashing more than a decade. I don't, you may have heard some of the stories about white powder scares. Has anything like that ever happened out in your area? Yep. There is a very, what's the word? <laughs> What's the word? <laughs> Clovis is considered, for our area, a little bit more upscale. You can't have a lingerie run or anything like that and without cause <laughs> some, some issues. We did a hash that powder. I think our ex-GM, because his name happened to appear on the website, was contacted by Hazmat. <laughs> about what, what it was and what were we not to do that without advice in that area anyway. Uh, so that you didn't encounter the police and hazmat not on that, the trail, though? No, on no. Trail. Uh, they kind of figured, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Hashers must have some uh, reputation. Yeah, wow. Well, that's a pretty rich experience. It's been just, like as you said, 11 years, but white powder, red dress. Have you, as an FRB, ever gotten hurt? Has the hash ever hurt you or got your way lost? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> funny story. I had just gotten dental work a week, a week before the my little incident. I was running full speed, trying to be, you know, trying to come in to beat the FRB, the ones in front of me, being racist, <laughs> racing in. It was dark. I didn't see a bump. I fell. I fell. <laughs> 
knocked my tooth out. Ooh. But I put it back in. <laughs> I put it back in with my dad. Got my tooth. And uh, yeah, I had to go back to my dentist. I was gotten. My, uh, he needed to fix it. <laughs> How has the pandemic affected you and the hash shop? Well, uh, sadly, it affected me personally. Uh, we got COVID. My son, my husband, and I. And my husband and my son ended up hospitalized wow. uh, and on intubators, on incubators. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, Ventilator and uh, my son was on a ventilator for three weeks. Come out of it, uh, my husband he, he didn't even last two weeks. No, not even a week actually. I would think about it after they put him on the ventilator. So sorry. Yeah, yeah basically I lost my hash partner. <laughs> yeah. So during that time, uh, my hash family actually people that stepped up and you know, kind of kept tabs on me and encouraged you know uh, encouraged uh, monetary. They did fundraise. Uh, um, the hash really pulled together as a family. I can't even express how grateful. I am for every single one of them. So. Well, thanks for sharing that. I hope hope you continue to get through it and get the support. That is a great thing about hashing. It's very nice for people to hear your story. I'm sure it's still tough and will be for a while, and it's nice to have that. Yeah, um, I learned a lot of things <laughs> through the hash. Um, my husband, uh, he he was a, um, I guess you call them master hash, because he could come up with a, a hash, let's go and hash here. He, he put events together, a group to go to. Yeah, he really enjoyed doing uh, hashes for the group, you know, putting them together, being the hair. I'm I'm very directionally challenged. <laughs> I, I always need a, a cohere, but I found yeah. out uh, you find your talent. Apparently, I'm your mile. Beer mile is mine. Really? That's fantastic. How do they operate the beer mile out there? Does Fresno run a beer mile? Oh, yeah. We try to have a main event that we have. So, yeah, we'll chart out a mile course wherever we can. We, we haven't gotten track yet. As a matter of fact, our red dress, we have a hangover hash the next day. It starts. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, I found out I, I was damn fast and run, you know, right after. So, actually, that probably 20, I lost counts, 27 beer mile wins. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. We're not racist here, but what is your time? My best time uh, is 7 to 20 seconds. Of course, that's a couple years ago. We had a beer mile. It was around the holiday, and Mm -hmm. there I got, I managed a 7-3, I believe. I was, I was beat by a, that was my first loss. By a trained triathlete who's been training. Yeah. He beat me by three seconds. So, yeah. And I'm, I'm 51 years old. Keep wow. That's, wow. That's quite a career. I'm afraid to take hashers to a track where there's a water jump set up because they just won't come out. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Easily distracted. <laughs> Easily <Yeah>. distracted. <laughs> Is your son doing better now? Yes, my son is uh, pretty much recovered. It, he, it was amazing. I guess the doctors kind of called it like an uncle type, you know, that he came out of it. And was, uh, my husband and my son were in the hospital time. We were on wow. ventilators at the same time. And just as my husband completely tanked, my son completely came out of it. Ironically, I guess, uh, the day that I had to make the decision about my husband, my son, my son was released from the hospital. And it, and it was within a week of him coming out of the or out of the ventilator. Within a week, he was released from the hospital. So they were just amazed that he can go from ICU to being released yeah. in the span of six days. I, I like I like to believe it's gonna give me peace. Probably that you know my husband, the bionic third leg, his you know said, hey, take me. Not That's what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> In that same so I'm just very thankful I didn't lose them both. So. Is your son been to the hash? Is he now uh, or going to be a hasher? Said that was our thing. It's you and Dad's thing, but he has graciously been my. De- <laughs> 
Uh-huh. And uh, dad could count. Yeah, he's been to the hash. He's met uh, hashers. And then, of course, my, my home is open. Hash. We have gatherings. Just our hash family. He's very, very familiar with it. I'm sorry that tragedy affected your family. It is a wonderful story of survival and hash togetherness and support. So that's very nice to hear. And glad to hear that you're doing better and better as time goes. And still, at, I'm not going to say at your age, I'll just say at your extensive experience, still a master beer miler. <laughs> I think we need to make sure that any hashers that know that you're visiting, make sure they include a hash Beer oh, God. Anywhere I go, first thing, you want to do a beer mile? <laughs> <laughs> the pressure, the, there's actually a group. I was, we were contacted by a group to where they're from, but they keep track of all the beer miles from all the, all over the world, the times, the names, the, mm-hmm. you know, the, you, we upload them to the beermile.com website. I was informed maybe the year before, so maybe 18 or 19, 19, uh, that I was the fastest female hasher beer miler in the world. <laughs> wow, nice. That's great. You are quite a celebrity. I, <laughs> I I have a little tagline for our interview now, which is world's fastest female beer miler. That's fantastic. Hash, just, just the hash. Not yeah, hash. fastest hash beer miler. Yeah, that's still. No. You know, female. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gosh, yes. I know this. We did. No, so I actually lost twice. It was a hash in Las Vegas that Las Vegas hash was gracious enough to let us put a hash. And actually, it was for my, for my husband and I's anniversary. We did a hash and we did a beer mile. This guy came in from Florida. He stopped in just to do the beer mile. <laughs> <laughs> what year was that? So time is just getting away from me. It's, it's on my page. I have to look at the year, but I wouldn't say it was about three years ago. He was like a 630. He's the one that pushed me to my PR. <laughs> But he's a 6.30 beer mile. Can't touch those guys. If people want to see your times on the World Beer Mile chart, should we include your name at the end of this pod on the written podcast so people can look you up and realize who you are? Or what name do you use on the Beer Mile website? Well, I, well I, so yeah, my name when I snake armor. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea, family name on the Beer Mile website, though, right? I have. We have both. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sexter there. Make sure, you know, uh, anytime we do them, they, they get recorded. Oh. You've hashed with lots of different people. Who are some of the characters from Washington, D.C.? Did you know any of the hash names of the people that came that you've met from around the country? Um, like Calendar Girl. I'm trying to think of her boyfriend's name because he's the one from Washington, D.C. Um, and then... <laughs> are, are there any other hasher beer milers that you have a rivalry with, or are they afraid to compete with you now? <laughs> Oh, well, I did my very first, I didn't even know what I did. Uh, I did it in L.A., the L.A. hashers, and um, <laughs> I soaked wood. He calls me his nemesis. <laughs> Because ah, okay. I, I, mean, I didn't even know what a beer mile was. I found out like a, a, something I could easily do. I, I didn't know what we were doing, but I did it, and I beat him. <laughs> I won that one. <laughs> and, uh, he's the only one that we joke around. He says I'm his nemesis. He's from L.A. hash. Well, you know, like I said, I, my husband's such a, so opposite, a very, I say, he has no filters. <laughs> he's very good to, he's a little bit more out, we're kind of like opposites, I'm kind of like the ma of our, of our, and keep an eye on everybody, calm down, and he kind of is getting them in trouble, trying to sneak into places. <laughs> Pushing boundaries <laughs> all the time. So and yet, kind of balance. I think that's probably how it, how and why it works. You know, yeah. from what I can see, and my our friends are our best friends. Kind of the same thing. You know, <laughs> one's a little bit more reserved, and one's a little bit more. <laughs> one eye snake charmer. One last question: Is the RA always right? The RA always. Um. Yeah. <laughs> that's my. That's he's got a job to do, and some of the we've got a pretty good RA. I would say. 
I want to thank One Eye Snake Charmer for dropping by the podcast today and sharing her very personal story. Stay tuned for new episodes on the On On podcast every week. Until next time, On On, this is Ra. To close the circle, here's the Hash Anthem sung by Mother Hash. Swing low, sweet child.